Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto. Here's Uva Ball. How are you? I'm good. I'm just filling out my Canadian citizenship passport application. You know, I'm flying to Canada to do that citizenship ceremony. And then I recognize when you save it as PDF, it blocks you from further filling it out. Huh. So if you go in between and you just save the file because you're not doing it in once, right? So I could not fill out everything right away. So, and now um, I have to refill it all out and go back to the website and fill every detail out before I save it and print it. That is, of course, pissing me off because, as you can imagine, it's like four pages or five pages with addresses and guarantor guarantors and witnesses with address and whatever. And I gathered all the info, but then I had to leave. And I felt like I have to save it because you cannot just leave and have the browser on and then whatever computer problem, everything is gone. But now everything is basically unusable. So great, but the rest is okay. <laughs> Are you sure they don't want you to like buy the full version of the program or something? No, no, it's no program. It's it's just a PDF. But, you know, if you are filling out forms online, they have this kind of like you click it on and then you can write something in that spot, like your name or your address. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, but if you save that PDF then, then this click possibility, if you reopen the PDF on your computer, this thing is gone. And then okay. you cannot every, every every spot what is still free because you want to put it later in, uh, you you have to handwrite it in, and then my handwriting nobody can read it, you know, like it's a disaster. So now I have to basically put the whole thing back on online and fill it out in like in once, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's just gonna take a little time, but you got this, no problem. I know. I I want to do it all before before i'm even doing the ceremony so i have it ready to go you know so that it's all basically uh there and in a way i'm happy to go back to canada i talked today with uh matthias neumann uh my camera guy and we said like we really need to shoot a movie together next year we really need to shoot a movie like i mean it, like, yeah he misses it he's booked all the time in germany right but he's so tired of the german crap what gets shot and he really wants to wants to do something. Well, the other day I was reading on YouTube, on our Ufa Ball Raw YouTube channel, people are like, where's Rampage 4? It never came out. Like, <laughs> people are still fucking waiting. Maybe you should make uh Yeah, nobody that, you know, it's this kind of like, I think it's a good trilogy with uh, Williamson bill williamson being you, dead you, you want to just keep it as it is basically yeah i i think it's better okay you know no worries it, yeah it's it's uh because we uh, were playing around for a little bit guys with the idea of like rebooting it but yeah obviously you see you know just look what you would, you, be, would, you, would have a, you would have a different actor then everybody would say uh, Brandon Fletcher was the best guy ever, the best Bill Williamson. You cannot duplicate it. You know, you have to know when, when yeah. the story finished. There are more stories to tell. 
And uh, I think that the California Fright movie is a good idea, actually. Well, we know? could do a rampage satire in California Fried movie. We could make it a girl, uh, Bill Williamson, for laughs, you know? <laughs> Whatever. The, the good thing is with the California Fried movie is there are no limits, no rules. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, you can parody films, advertising, TikTokers, YouTubers, uh, Putin, Trump, everybody. You know, and uh, uh, you know what also interesting was, you know, Noam Chomsky, the the uh, uh, he's a uh, philosopher and and uh, he's basically since seventy years around. He's like eighty five or whatever, and he's really a lefty, right? He's really like uh, basically a socialist. But he said the only person he thinks right now is right with the Ukraine Russia conflict is is Trump. Because Trump said uh, we shouldn't do have that we shouldn't have the war we should not double down on the war and we should just make a deal with Putin, and uh, and, and and then Noam Chomsky said that who was before writing tons of articles like Trump should be in jail and everything is interesting because now of course he gets trashed into the toilet uh, like he's now a Trump lover he's now a right wing. <laughs> He is now like, you know, and that happened in Germany the same way yesterday, like 25, like really high end German intellectuals and filmmakers and uh, writers, professors, attorneys. And then in the end, 140,000 people signed the letter saying we cannot risk World War Three. We need to come to terms. We cannot just blindly hand over weapons after weapons after weapons to the Ukraine and we think it has no consequences. It will, because at one point Putin will say, look, it's not your soldiers, but it's all your weapons now. We are in World War Three." Yeah. You know, and that is what, what I think everybody is scared of, but it looks like nobody in the driver's seat is scared of. All the governments in Europe, all the, in the U US government and the Canadian government double down on we defeat Putin and we now, uh, uh, like right now here, 50 kilometers away from me, from me right now, are Ukrainian soldiers together with American soldiers and the American soldiers in Rammstein on the airbase, the biggest airbase outside of US, uh, tr they training them on heavy weapons. Okay. You know, so means like the US is like ready to hand over to the Ukrainians like massive power weapons and then uh, Germany sends 50 like tanks that they're specialized to, to uh, shoot airplanes down and stuff. Well, if you want to talk about repercussions that's from the war, things are already happening. Like Russia pulled out of the space station, the International Space Station. Oh, that happened already? Yeah, Russia said we're out. So obviously it's pretty fucking serious. And that kind of sucks because whether people... You know, believe it or not, Russia was a huge uh, uh, space uh, innovator in outer space. And and that space station was primarily Russian technology. So I don't know. Yeah. And then what, what happened? So the, the astronauts need to go home now and then... Uh... Uh, that thing is an empty. Well, that means that, that fucking Elon Musk is going to step up to the plate because he owns the most satellites and he's the guy who has uh, functional space travel that NASA is like borrowing 
so I'm sure that this is going to have some kind of Elon Musk. Who else are they going to turn to? You know what I mean? Yeah, he maybe buys it. Yeah, no, I, I bet okay, you. Is it paid by US and Russia together? Or is it paid also by the EU? I think there were European astronauts in it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are other countries with space programs that use the space station. So it's going to have some kind of uh, international effect, I'm sure. Russia was a huge backer in it, though. And I wonder who's going to... Somebody would have to step in for, for Russia. It's a very expensive endeavor. Yeah. Sure. It's really like... No, it's it's it, we, we we it gets more and more uh, serious. Fucked. Yeah, and, and and also like fucked up to be honest, right? So yeah, um, yeah. No, there's gonna be these the, the repercussions are gonna be permanent. Like people think, oh well, it's gonna end and everything's gonna go back to normal. Since when does Russia like not hold a grudge? You know, I mean, I I think that you're right, and we need to kind of take a step back and say. What are the repercussions of our actions right now? As much as I want Ukraine to win, I don't see it happening. I like unless there's something that that I don't know, which is very possible because I'm not a general or some war like strategist. But I would like I, I what I would like and what is possible are completely different things, you know. <laughs> yeah, but also like. Uh... Yes, I think in theory you could win that war against Russia. You in think so? No, no, but in theory, if if Russia plays only not nuclear war, right, okay. Okay. and you you give all the weapons you have basically to the Ukrainians, uh, then they could win the Ukrainian territory back. But what they could not win is. Russia, like they cannot win over Russia and take over Russia or something. Oh, so, well, I, I wouldn't want that. I, uh, well, no, no, I would also like not, but it will to go also back to the way they were. You yeah, know? But, but the thing is, and that was also the letter from the uh, um, from the intellectuals from from Germany was yes, Putin was the aggressor. Yes, we have to have to help Ukraine, but. We also have to see three different other things what Ukraine maybe right now don't care about, but we should care about it. First of all, nobody has an interest, including hopefully Ukraine, that Europe gets flooded with 10 or 15 million refugees. Yeah. So that is the first thing. That is like hundreds of billions of costs and, of course, uh, horrible situations for the refugees. They would prefer to live in Ukraine. So that is the first thing. The second thing is that it can completely go overboard and Putin completely loses his shit, accuses us all of, uh, uh, we are all involved and declares World War III. Uh, and World War III, if it starts, we all know it, it would go uh, nuclear in a way very fast because <laughs> if uh, 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 you know, if if, uh, uh, if somebody loses, it will go nuclear. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that is the reality. You think that Putin will play fair if he totally loses and that the NATO is moving forward uh, uh, in the Moscow direction? You know, it's not always like Russia is gaining territory. We would gain territory against them. And don't, don't forget where Hitler was. Like, he was like five kilometers away from Stalingrad in the end. He took half of Russia. So, you know, and, and that is the thing. It's like, uh, 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 you know, it's, it's, uh, that is the risk that, it, that there is no winning of a big conflict because both sides have 2,000 nuclear bombs ready to shoot. So yeah. that, that is the thing. Where, where, that is the, what the intellectuals wrote at the, as a second point. And the third point I think is also important is uh, in Ukraine, as long as the war goes, besides having all the refugees running away, of course, the death amount grows every day and the infrastructure uh, damage grows every day. So and you cannot seriously think that Europe is just like covering it all. You know, you cannot say we take 15 million refugees in and when the war at one point ends, uh, we hand over hundreds of billions to rebuild Ukraine. Because in the very end, we're all capitalistic countries. And the thing is like, for what? You know, yeah. they cannot, they don't have like a, a right yeah. uh, to just get everything what they destroy in their own country through the military campaign that we pay it to rebuild it all in the end. Well, that's a good point is like, let's say that they do win, then they have a completely destroyed country. Like, hooray, you know, like, what, what are they going to do now? Yeah, you know, it's like, yes. And then you turn around and you pan <laughs> the camera slowly over the completely bombed out uh, sink, right? And uh, I mean, that, that, that is the, the reality. And they will be not able to rebuild that on their own, especially to pay the rebuild. I read an article yesterday that they have a 40% drop uh, in uh, their their BIP, right? So 40%, 40%. And you know how much the BIP per person is, the, the produced goods in Ukraine, in, it's like 3,000 bucks per person a year. Okay. You know, and in US or in, in, in Germany and other countries like this, we're talking about between 35,000 and 60,000 a year is the average person's produced goods, income stuff. So they make $3,000 a year? Is that what yes. you just said? Oh my yes. God. It's horrible. And it's also what I said from the beginning on, only because Zelensky comes across like the super nice, intelligent, nice, funny actor guy who is now a big hero. It doesn't mean that the Ukraine was a developed country. Mm -hmm. in, in the Ukraine, you have some people with money and you have some people, especially in Kiev, in the main city with money. But overall, the Ukraine is like an agriculture third world country. Okay. You know, so and that is the thing. It's like, so uh, how we ever get paid back? And, and uh, that, is the, that is why I mean we need to take Zelensky to Putin and start making a deal. Oh, I think that if you took Zelensky to Putin, I think that Zelensky would like get chopped into pieces. <laughs> That's what I think would fucking happen. 
Yeah. I hate to say that. I hate to say that, but I, I don't think that, I think that Zelensky wants to talk. I think Putin is fucking pissed. And I think that Putin wants, Putin is beyond discussion at this point, And I think he wants to just wipe him out. That's what I think. I mean, it's just an opinion, but. Yeah, I know, I, I know this two will not make a deal. Yeah. But what I just said is the pressure the West could put on the platter. Yeah, and I think that Zelensky is is disillusionized. I think that Zelensky thinks he has the full support of the West, no matter what he's doing, and uh, because he was a he did a great PR campaign, basically, right? So, and now it's time for us to tell him what I just said. Yeah. He cannot seri- seriously think that we back him. For a three years, four years war. Oh, the amount of money! Would Biden Biden pledged thirty three billion dollars? Yes. This. Yeah, that is also a thing. Like U.S. has no money; they have debt, right? So, and, and I mean, the infrastructure in U.S. suffers. The infrastructure in Europe suffers. The uh, uh, the inflation is high. We need we need packages for the citizens uh, uh, to cover inflation costs. Okay. You know, and for all this is no money there because, uh, 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 you know, because how, how there is money there if you spend all that money in the, in the, in the war to feed all the weapons, to feed, to feed uh, money channels. Yeah. I don't think they're prepared for the outcome of what, what is from this war. I don't think that we are prepared and I don't think, I think you're right that we're not thinking in the long term. Like, I don't know. We we make it seem like that one of the one side is gonna win any minute now. But in reality, this is probably gonna go on for a long time. I totally. Feel, oh yeah. It's especially in that speed right now. I mean, if you look at the daily things, what happens? Right now, there are here and there a little shooting, uh, uh, here and there two bombs, and here and there they say we shot three tanks down from the Russians or two helicopters. You know, like, I mean, that is the war right now. It's not like uh, the storm of uh, Berlin in the Second World War. You know, it's it's just like not really moving a lot. Yeah, little, little inching along. And yeah, uh, I think the cost is going to be huge in the long run. And Europe is not prepared to pay. The United States certainly cannot pay. So I uh, and there'll be we're talking about lives, people's lives ruined, and I think we're past the point of no return. Uh, so we'll just have to see what happens, I suppose. Yes, and and uh, I mean you know it's um, it's an interesting it's it's it, it, not an interesting it's it's just a fucked up situation. Yeah, no, I I see how you could say that it it, it would be interesting because. Nothing like this has happened, not in our generation. And no, it's, it's interesting from like uh, kind of an outsider, philosophical, political, you know, perspective uh, what's happening. But the actual human cost of it is absolutely atrocious. It's a terrible thing. The lives that have been lost, the, the rapes that I heard about, just the whole thing is fucked up. And I wish that it never happened. In all honesty, I wish that I wish that uh, diplomacy or some sort of talk uh, 
let us as opposed to violence. But oh well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's this kind of like um, a problem nobody needed. Nobody needed it after COVID, after the inflation, after the recession, or whatever. Everything at the same time. Nobody needed. Nobody. I know. We just—it's so stressful. Like it never ends. You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's uh, uh, yeah. But <sighs> in other news, let's see. Once you let's see what else is in the news. Um, hmm. Just so we can cover more ground on different things too. Let's see. It says, "Super fucking slow." <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial is moving forward. Yeah, she know. took she took a shit on his bed. Did you see that? She shit on his bed, right? Yeah, that's fucked up. That's disgusting. Yeah, and I read today that when she was together with Elon Musk, she emailed the whole time to a friend of hers or her PR guy that she still loves Johnny Depp and she's missing him. Oh, okay. So, you know what that whole relationship was? I think that relationship was the classical, catastrophic, uh, psycho relationship where both hate and love each other. And both get super resentful and both are total, like, unstable psychos. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I love Johnny Depp. If if you asked me who was the better, who I hope wins, Johnny Depp's movies are better than Amber Heard's. So automatically I'm going to say Johnny Depp, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. It would be sad if his if, if his uh, uh, thing is over, if his career is over because of this. Yeah, you know, I I don't think that his career will be over because everybody acts like just because he lost Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean that like his career is over. Well, I think that he can do a lot more. The one thing that he's shown in his career is the diversity of the characters that he plays. And I think that he can still do it. Like Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, these are people who can do diverse roles. And I think they're always going to be able to do from drama to comedy to action and back, you know. Um, Bill Murray was another one when I heard his latest film got shut down the other day. Yeah. He said today something about it. Uh, uh, he, he said, I did something I thought was funny and it wasn't taken that, w- that way. He's optimistic that production would restart. And as of now, we are talking, we're trying to make peace with, with each other. So we're both professionals. We like each other's work. We like each other. And I think we can, if we can get really along and trust each other. There's no point in going further. working. Uh, so basically, he thinks that the movie will get done. And I heard, so what he did was he basically hugged the woman. or He was too personal, too close to some woman on set. But he didn't sexually arrest anybody, whatever. And I think based on this, to shut down the whole production is insane. Yeah. Well, you know, we're living in crazy Me Too, post Me Too era. And people are very sensitive. I think that it's gotten a little bit too far also. Yeah. And especially, like, think about the money involved. 
Yeah. That's one of the reasons you cannot shoot independent films anymore, because if you get shut down by somebody has corona and for 10 days you cannot shoot, even if the guy has no symptoms. So, I mean, what the fuck? It's like you, you would be totally ruined if I would have a, let's say, my film uh, South of Wall Street. So you have like four million bucks, four four point three million bucks budget. And what what is if Dominic Purcell in the times like now would have Corona, doesn't feel a lot, just the flu, would think I can keep shooting, but no, the whole production gets shut down, and the insurance was not covering Corona. That is the bad thing. So now, who should when I raised four point three million for the film? Uh, in the new world we're living in, I basically would have to shoot the film for three million and have a buffer of one point four in the budget, or I, I'm dead. Yeah. As soon then I've shut down for a week, and the kid that and have to keep paying the crew, otherwise the crew walks and stuff like this. Uh, I booked uh, catering, I booked all the shit. So basically, a week in production is six seven hundred thousand bucks, and then it's it's gone. You know, so it's gone and nobody will replace it. And that's that that's reason- pretty crazy to think that the Bill Murray shoot was shut down over a hug. And, yeah. yeah. Oh they felt uncomfortable with him. Then they reported it and boom, Fox Searchlight suspended production. And why Fox Searchlight can do it is because, of course, they're owned by Disney. They have shitloads of money. They don't care. As before they get a bad Twitter rap, on a show, they shut it down and throw it in the garbage. Yeah. That's where we're living now. In that world, we're living right now. It's insane. You know? Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, it's it's incredibly a, a sensitive, politically driven, politically correct world right now. And I think it's sad because and even it uh, the, his, his other, the other Ghostbusters guy was trying to make a joke the other day. Dan, Dan Aykroyd was trying to make a joke where he was trying to sound like a black guy and yeah. it was some kind of joke that he used to tell to you know uh what's his name who's dead now um anyway but he, he, people got offended when he was telling this joke because he's a white guy trying to tell a black guy's joke but who gives a fuck it's such a dumb thing you know what i mean yeah to get offended over yeah, I know. It's all everybody's offended about everything, and uh, I uh, I think that the main point is uh, like freedom of speech, and also like the freedom of express yourself with your humor, with your whatever. And I think it's it's just like insane that that gets censored now, and this gets like uh, uh, forbidden. You saw on my Facebook the photos from my book in Germany, what came out now, right? And it's exactly about that subject matter. You know, it, it's like uh, 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 the title in German is basically in English. It's like why nobody or why everybody is afraid to say what's happening or nobody or everybody is self-censoring. That is basically the, the, on my book, uh, the title. You know, and I think that is a very good title because it reflects even now the Ukraine situation where we talk about where everybody who's not saying what the mass media wants is now a Putin lover. We have diverse thought, different, different. 
we have the ability to think different things. It doesn't have to be so simple. It doesn't have to be black or white, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. It doesn't have to be black and white. And you have to accept other people's opinions too. And you have to uh, uh, not like discredit everybody who doesn't have the, the, uh, the opinion like CNN or whatever. You yeah. know, that, that is the thing. It's like there is that, there is that fine line between like whatever criticizing lunatics from the from the right from the republicans or kuanon people or whatever to, to criticize them you know or and to see if there are some points for example a trump was not totally off where a trump didn't did a total disastrous uh, thing and, yeah. and you if know, you the, agree with one Trump thought, doesn't mean you agree with all Trump yes, thoughts. Yes, that's what I mean. If if you if you agree that it would be better for the whole world if that conflict would be over as fast as possible, you know, I asked some German people who are totally pro-war uh, against Ukraine about okay, but what is the end game? You 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 have to have an end game in your head, yeah. and the end game uh, is. Not Ukraine will not win against Russia. Yeah, it will not happen. That if the, if your end game is you think that with another six months of war, the pressure on Putin inside Russia will be so big that there's a revolution and they whatever shoot him in the head and replace Putin. That is not. That is no end game. That is nothing you can count on. Yeah almost impossible to count on you know that if that is the plan to think you you keep feeding ukraine big weapons so that at one point the russians are so mad with putin and tell him uh uh uh, uh you know to to tell to, to tell him like you know you fucked up vladimir uh we throw you out of the kremlin in a jail uh then i have to say I go better with my version because I don't think that will happen. Yeah. I'm not counting on Putin. I say Putin, if I have to bet, I would say Putin will be president in Russia as Biden will be president of the United States. Yeah. So, and, and you know, that is the thing. And, and then we have to just see the, the blank reality. And the blank reality is if we have to assume Putin stays in power, how the fuck can we think that he will get defeated by Ukraine. I mean, yeah. you know, it's just that, that that is then another thing what is completely absurd and absolutely lunatic to to count on if we give the Ukrainians more and more weapons, uh, they will defeat Putin. No, it will not happen. You know, so and that, that is the thing. It will be just an endless war with less and less Ukrainians being alive, less and less cities not getting completely destroyed, and uh, more and more refugees in Europe. That will be the outcome if we keep feeding Ukraine weapons. So if you know, but of course we cannot cut Ukraine off and say die, fuck you. But what we have to do is that discussion. What we both here have has to happen with Zelensky. Yeah. You know, you, you don't even have to bring Zelensky and Putin in one room, but you need to talk like real talk to Zelensky and say, okay, we know what you want 
and you made everybody railed up. But now we tell you what we don't want. Yeah. You know, we don't want an endless war. We don't want 15 million Ukrainians uh, all over Europe spread out. And we don't uh, and, and we don't want to pay for your war damage, especially if the war keeps going forever. Mm. You know, so. yeah, no, I, I wonder I wonder what his response would be to that. I wonder if he would seriously consider that or if he has already considered that. Or if he'll just stay and say, nope, nope, this is our home and we're going to fight for it. And that's that. I wonder. I wonder what his response would be. Yeah, the, the response would be the guy who asked that question looks for him like a Putin friend. Oh, that's what he's going to no. say. The, 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 Putin lover. <laughs> exactly. He will blame everybody who's not exactly his opinion uh, uh, that they are Putin lovers. Okay. Yeah. Well, then he he then he deserves what comes to him. I hate to say it. Let's hope that it turns out okay. But he, cooler heads need to prevail, and he needs to stop looking at it like it's um. Yeah, but like, it looks like it looks yeah. like Biden is super excited about the whole situation and pumps more and more money, as you said, thirty billion that is money. Right. So to pump that just over in Ukraine in weapons and everything, I mean. That's a lot of money. That's a whole lot of money. Thirty-three billion. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's 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 crazy. So, uh, yeah. But I mean, it's it's really like um, it's a crazy situation. So who knows? I really need the Canadian citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're gonna go and are you gonna go visit the old neighborhood where Bauhaus used to be? I would check out what's going on there. But uh, no, I made a lot of friends and everybody, right? So, and uh, definitely. So. Yeah, you're going to have fun. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. But I'm curious, take pictures of what is there. What's in Bauhaus's place? I want to see it. No, no, it's a, it's a Ukrainian uh, restaurant. In. Is it? Really? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Everybody was, support the Ukrainian restaurant. Like, what <laughs> What has the Ukrainian restaurant to do with uh, with the war in Ukraine? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're not starving now because they are in Vancouver Ukrainian restaurant. I mean, if the restaurant would write ten percent of our uh, revenues goes to help or something, that would be different. Is it yeah. like a high end restaurant like Balance? No, nine. Oh. It's a, if you read the reviews, it's like this kind of like. They are lucky that they inherited the Bauhaus design and everything so that the more rustic Ukrainian food is now in the surrounding what basically benefits them in a way. Oh, that sucks for you. I feel bad about this still because Bauhaus was so fucking awesome. Come on. Sure. Oh, that sucks. It is what it is. So we have to... Uh... Get over it. But what one, you should do is one, I, I told cookbook. you, I said in the last podcast, I said like one block away from Bauhaus, the whole block burned down. And the whole the whole gas town in Vancouver was without uh, electricity for three weeks. Oh it's my what, God. There was a dead guy in a room and the, and the candle flipped over, like the basic, the classic. And uh, then it turned out the guy was killed. Oh, my and, God. I mean, who has a burning candle in his apartment still i mean where are we in 1952 i mean uh, <laughs> it was maybe like a smelling car like a smelling candle or something i don't know <laughs> it was unbelievable so uh, uh 
yeah, I mean, that is the reality here, right? So, uh, and, and yeah, but the whole block was gone. And that, I mean, that brings me back to, I think it's good uh, that we're not there anymore, to be honest. It's uh, first Corona, then all the shit with the homeless and the druggies and, and uh, now the, the, the half of like a block, three restaurants, three shops were in that block. They all burned down to the ground. Now they do like crowdfunding for them to find new uh, locations and stuff like this. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's just like, I don't, I'm happy to be not there. It, 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 it would ruin our business too. And uh, uh, yeah. Remember the other, the other place, what was the name of the other bar that you had that the one the, that closed? The Blenheim. Blenheim. Yeah, yeah. Blenheim. That yeah, was cool so, idea it's still there it's still there we sold it and now it's cast away it's the name that is close to my house i could walk over from my house over there so um and uh, yeah go it, there and get a beer yeah. that was a cool place too yeah yeah totally for ribs and stuff i like that too but we 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 overdid it there we had too much work too much stress. The problem was the crew, the, the the people working for you, right? If you if you don't find good people, and you manage two or three fast food restaurants, you know, like stuff like this, and it's like if you don't find good people, if you if you um, uh, if they let you down, if they don't come to the shift, if they don't do their job, if they do, you know, like the, the waiters and so they can make so many mistakes in disadvantage for the owner. Yeah that uh it's just like uh, uh yeah horrible yeah no if, if i was running that place it would have, it would have been doing so much better <laughs> no totally we are idiots and we never thought about it that you didn't move to vancouver at that point we should yeah be, we should yeah, still sure, have huh? it you know we could still have it because with you i would know it would be treated fairly even uh if we were not there yeah you don't have to be scared that the that you're running out of money or whatever, right? So, yeah. No. Hey, well, you know, if you ever want to open another restaurant, I'm I'm here. You know. <laughs> uh, we see. It's better to move back to movies and uh, do something. Hey, I like the movies too, man. I know. Yeah. So okay, I think we wrap it up for today. So we, I, I we will see if we can do one from Vancouver. We will see if I find space there. But I keep you informed. Okay. Uh, um, I'm only one week away, so after this, we, we continue uh, as as usual. All right. So everybody, uh, add us on Twitter. You can find Uva at UvaBall7 on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, GaryAuto0. We will see you again soon, uh, hopefully from Vancouver. We'll see if he has the time. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. dimensions of the economic catastrophe the entire world is experiencing will not be known for some time. What is known is that today the Soviet Union declared an end to the use of the ruble as its national currency and declared boiled turnips to be the new coin of the realm. In Denmark, the national sport of cheese wrestling was suspended indefinitely when the price of a single small gouda rose to 150,000 kalatniks.